I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. You f***ing irritate the shit out of me! I'm only going to get this one chance. It's just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Hate means I do something. Hey, what's going on, peeps? All right, here we are again. You know what it's about. Welcome to Gap Sell Keenan number 27. I can't believe there's been 27 people who are crazy enough to do this. But for those of you who don't know, Gap Sell Keenan is a real salesperson with a real job working for a real company that believes that a sales guy uh, needs something they sell. And so they've come on and they're going to try to sell me and you get to watch it live. But if they are unable to find a problem, I get to critique them. The plus is if they find a problem, I'll buy it. So glad to have you all here. Let me bring in our man here. Let me do this. All right. We're bringing in our man. Our man is Constantine. Constantine, welcome, brother. Thank you, Kim. Thanks for having me over here. I got you. I got you. So talk to me, man. Here's your chance. Um, take a second to tell everybody, including myself, what it is you, your product or service, at least I have some idea what it is you sell. Yeah. And you've got your 50 minutes to have at it. Well, it's uh, a pretty simple product to describe. It's a kind of a pitch simulator that runs uh, in an immersive reality where you can train your sales skills, your negotiation skills, your communication skills whatsoever. Um, and you can constantly and consecutively train it as if it was in, in the real conversation. That's the, the key core of the product. Uh, it's brought into the virtual reality with like a virtual avatar over there. So you have a counterpart you're talking to. Um, you have a kind of a, you know, line running of, of the things you should say, and then you basically have a conversation. And, uh, and this is how you kind of, you know, improve Several skills. I can, you know, talk numerous times of uh, of, of the things that it brought to the other guys, but I suppose it's not the reason why you invited me here. To, to, to... You invited yourself, for the record. You invited yourself. Right, right, right. Well, then, uh, actually, the first thing I, I wanted to ask you: Why would you then accept me to be there in the first place? Be because the way I put it is, if you have something to sell that you think I need, DM right. me. So I'm defaulting to the premise that you know or believe I need it. So then let's hear why you think I need it or let's see you do the homework to figure out if it's what I need. So if it, I, that's pretty much it. Anybody that wants to gap sell me, they can gap sell me. Cool. Well, I think you don't have any kind of shortage of people are trying to sell you something. So there, there must be some other reason that you're inviting people to be there and then try to gap sell you live. So why would you? Oh, 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 okay. That's an interesting question. So what do I get out of Gap Sell Live? Um, right. Yeah, great exposure and the ability for um, people to see how Gap Selling works or how I coach people on Gap Selling and to provide value to my, uh, to my audience who are always saying, hey, you know, how, how do I do this? How do I do that? Well, by watching other people do it, they get to learn. Right. Why is that important for you to show the other world how the Gap Selling works and conversely, like, you know, to, to help people um, say improve their their skills in a life session with you gap selling is not easy and too many people think gap selling is well people who aren't familiar with gap selling yeah even some people have read the book quickly assume it's just like any other type of selling and they're like oh i do this already and i know i've read this and i i i know what i'm doing i and i know how to do it they don't and right. it's not easy and gap selling is way more robust and sophisticated 
um, and pro- um, problem centric than any other type of sales training out there. So it gives people an opportunity to see how different it is. Okay. When, when you say that, it sounds like um, happens sometimes when people, you know, get the, to read the book or even take your training, but then go back to their places where they used to work and then still, you know, go on the same way they used to do. So they just, you know, yeah, they I'm assuming so. Yeah. If they read the book, I mean, I don't know how well people adopt it. Some, I mean, I get emails all the time. Some people saying I use the book as a guide and it's changed everything. And I've doubled my sales or I just closed the biggest I've ever closed, or I had a deal that went dark and I got them back because of your book. I mean, I get stuff like that all the time. Right. So like anything else, we've sold just under 40,000 books and I'm, you know, I'm getting people writing all the time. I haven't, what I haven't got is a person writing saying this sucks. I've tried it and it doesn't work. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Everybody listening. I want you all to share this right now as you're sitting watching this. I want you to click share and share this with your entire audience so we can and get more people in, engaged in this. So let's get on it, people. Get on it. Hey, Chad Gabler. All right, go. Keep going. All right, right. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, but still, probably you faced some examples of people, you know, got out of your training or read your book and probably didn't follow the, the exact advice. You said it's not easy to follow. You said it's not easy to master. Probably there have been some cases that people are really, you know, didn't take it or they've been hesitating to. to are you it. making a statement or are you asking a question? I'm asking a question, yeah. Okay, ask a question because it sounds like a statement. I'm sorry, yeah. Okay. It's a question. Ask the question. Ask the question. Right. Uh, did you experience with people, you know, you know, dig into those techniques and then somehow, you know, something prevents them from using it. Um, yeah, yeah whether, I don't know, it prevents them from using it. No, but yes, they don't apply it well or they have a hard time applying it. Right. And why do you think it prevents them from using it? Oh, why do you think that happens? It's hard. It's hard. Yep. Right. Right. Okay. And I came across the, the fact that you recently launched the online training course with your gap selling. Yes, it's dope. Gap, gap selling online training. It's dope. It's interactive. Yes, everybody go, go there too. <laughs> <laughs> I figure I will. But um, like, is it, is it working well for you so far? So I figure you kind of, you know, developing, you develop it for, in the course of time. So first time I joined it, it was like just one possible tariff and now it's expanding. So is it going well, basically? Um, yeah, I mean, it's only been a few weeks and we literally just started advertising two days ago. Yep. So, and yeah, so I say we considering we've done no advertising other than me organic social. I'm surprised. Yes. How well it's going. Well, congratulations for that. But let right. me ask you one question. How do you, how do you really make sure people follow the advice, uh, in this course that you give? I have no way of knowing if they follow. I mean, when the course is done. Yeah. Have no way of knowing. Right. And uh, what happens if they take the course, save, you sign up an account for, you know, your yearly pass or whatsoever, and people don't follow the advice and uh, probably something's not working on the other. And what happens then? I will know if they don't take it. I don't know. I mean, does it, does it affect you in any way that the people, when they take it and they're not using these techniques, but the company paid for them somehow? Ah, that's a different question. You asked if the company pays. Yeah. So, so that's an interesting question. So right now, it's primarily individuals have signed up. Although we have company plans and we have a company, we haven't put a whole company on it yet. Yeah. So, so is your question, what happens if a, whole, a company puts its whole company on it and then nobody uses it? Is that your question? 
not that the nobody uses it, but then they take the course and probably uh, something, as I say, they, they don't use those techniques very well in, in, in their operation. Yeah, I guess that would, that would probably not go over well. I'll give you that. Yeah, from a company perspective, if they drop, you know, 15, 20, 50, 100 grand on it and yeah. their salespeople have a hard time applying it or using it or don't, yeah, that wouldn't be good. Yeah, how does that affect you personally or your business? You're asking me to self-diagnose. Every single person I have on here, don't ask me to self-diagnose. Get there a different way. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, do you think that uh, this fact, if, if, if that happened, uh, because obviously it's a hypothetical situation right now because you, you yeah, didn't- Yeah, don't ask hypothetical right. questions. Don't, don't ask hypothetical, hypothetical questions. Right, so, but from your experience, what happens to, to, the, to the training courses or to the, to the trainers or whatever company that's in that business when a uh, company doesn't get that much out of that training. Uh, they, probably wouldn't use it, they probably wouldn't use it again and they probably wouldn't refer. So I, I answered that question, but we all know the answer. So I don't like those questions, keep going. Right, okay, okay. And uh, the, reason, the reason that the people probably have some problems of using it is maybe that they- um, You're making statements, right? Don't make statements. I mean, okay, I can let you make statements, but you want training out of this, right? You want me to help right. you, right? Yeah, sure. Don't sure. make statements, ask questions. Okay. Okay. Um, would you would you like to you know be more confident in in the people are really actually adopting those techniques? Okay. You, now you, okay. So so you made an assumption in that question. So step one, ask the question first. What was okay. the question you're trying to ask me now? Well, I'm trying to ask you a question. If if do you how do you feel about the fact when the people don't use that? Uh, don't use your. I've techniques. never experienced it so far. I've never had that happen. Okay. 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 And um, do, you, do you have anything in the experience that resembles you the situation uh, when people maybe don't master that fully? Because you said it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when we go on for companies, right? Um, yep. and we've worked with some medium and large size companies. We've gone out done the full gap selling training. Then we provide ongoing services. We usually train or educate someone inside the organization to re um, reinforce it after we go. So we have a whole reinforcement methodology. Um, so, um, there's been times where there's a handful of people that don't master it and sometimes they send it back to us and to go through the training again or other times they just let them go or whatever, but it's never been a wholesale problem, right? Right. I think the other thing, this is interesting, I'm, I'm giving you a break here, I'm just going to go for a minute for you. Um, the other thing that, um, that we've experienced is um, um, they recognize that it's not us. So in other words, they're like, this training was amazing. It was delivered yeah. amazing. You've given us everything we need to be successful. And so if their people don't grasp it, they don't normally come back and say it was your fault, right? So now, just because I'm not put to blame, I would love it if everybody um, adopted it, everybody could apply it and everybody crushed it, yeah. right? That would only grow our brand and our awareness, but it hasn't really hurt us. Right, okay. And what are, can you tell me more about those reinforcement techniques that you use to, to make sure that people really master it? So it's, it's teaching and, and working with the existing sales managers and sales leaders. We primarily use the pipeline because mm -hmm. once you have it, rather than trying to keep, keep, keep teaching it and reinforcing it in a training session, we reinforce it in real life. There are very specific elements. There are very specific um, types of information. There are very specific... Um, things that a salesperson has to get in order to be a gap seller and properly diagnose an opportunity and properly move a sale. And so 
we teach and work with sales managers and sales leaders in the pipeline. Is the salesperson getting that? Do they know how to get that? And if they're not, then you can work with them and helping them um, hone the skills to help them get there and go back and get it. So right. the coaching and reinforcement is actually done in real time as opposed to more classroom work. So it sounds like it's something personal to you, like a person-to-person -person thing, like coaching, <laughs> and, then, and then there are probably some people on your side or you yourself are coaching other people. Is that how it works? Yeah, so for a little while, they will pay me or someone to go in and work with their team to help, yep. re to help reinforce it or getting it going, but that's only usually for a month or two, and then when we leave, they got to do it themselves. Right, right. Um, did it happen to you before that there are some people who probably would like to use this kind of service that you stay with them for a month or two after that, but they wouldn't you know, have an opportunity to afford that? Afford continuing to work with me? Yeah, so like buying your training in first place, but then when you say, I can you know, make sure that you guys master it in a month or two, well, you know, for a bit of a more price, and then they would say, sorry, we don't have that money. Um, I don't, maybe, maybe, right? They don't have the money, they have it. The question is, do they see the continued value? So if you're asking me if they would pay for something that was less expensive, that helped reinforce the training on a longer period of time, yep. yeah, yeah, they probably would, yes. Okay, and is it a big chunk of people like in, uh, is, is it like something significant for you uh, if they don't pay that? Like, I mean, trying to establish uh, how big is that for you? Because um, when those people, you, you say probably there are people who would pay to use some kind of less expensive solution. And obviously those people now are falling off, right? Uh, if they don't use it. I, think, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't approach it as a less expensive solution. I right. approach it as a, an alternative to me going away and having nothing. Looking at it, looking right. at it as you get the big training and then you have Keenan or, or a gap seller trainer and then it goes to nothing. Depending yeah. on what it is, they might have that and then add something to help continue it that is less invasive or less comp less yeah less expensive less intrusive less effort but do you think um, how much of a percentage of your customers would probably go for such an alternative if it was effective i'd say all of them all of them okay if it was okay. effective yeah right um and if you had such an alternative what do you say yeah, you're doing a lot of if 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 yeah. if 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 so I've given you a huge ladder. I don't know why, because I'm just trying to figure out what the hell you're trying to sell. But yeah. you got to get away from the if, and you got to get into some of the problems, right? And you got to paint a, you, you're trying, I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to paint a picture of something that could be better than it is today, right? But you still right. got to find a problem. What problem do I have? Right. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out if, if that is a problem for you. So is there okay, well, be more specific? Is what a problem then? Well, uh, the, the people who uh, are probably not, you know, paying you, uh, whereas if, if they have this alternative solution, they could pay you for, for that one. So, so follow up after your training. Okay. So I could give you a hint. Here. All right. Keep asking questions. I'm going to give you a hint in a minute. I'm going to help you out in a minute, but keep asking questions because I think you may have stumbled across a problem that you just don't even realize you've, you've, You've missed, and I have to do the work for you once again. <laughs> but uh, I'll keep keep asking questions and see if you can get there. All right, all right. Um, now I would say, um, 
how many instances do you have when people you offer people some follow up after after your training and they say, well, sorry, we can't pay for it. That was the same question. OK, no, it wasn't. All, all, well, they say they can't pay for it. None, none, no. It's never a price issue. I said that before. It's never a price issue. So, so right. get off price. You're too focused on price here, right? Right. Start thinking about value. Start thinking about. Start thinking about value. Okay. Okay. Right. So, uh, so, um, so if people like you say that people hold on a pay. Yeah. Hold on a second. Jeff Hobbs. No pitching. No pitching, Jeff Hobbs. Nobody wants to sit and be pitched because Jeff Hobbs says that I'd let the simulator do the pitch for him. No, he need. I'm not going to sit there and pitch until someone explains to me that I got a problem it can solve or there's an opportunity that I really need to, to grasp. And he's going to help me understand that opportunity. And then you can pitch. Okay. So no pitching. So keep going. No, you're, you're doing okay. Go. Right. What, um, what kind of value do people find in you following up with them after the training for a month or two to make sure that people master them? Substantial, right? It increases the probability that they hit their desired outcome. People go with gap selling training to shorten their sales cycles, to improve their um, lead to, I mean, their opportunity to close ratios. They do it to inc increase their ASP average sales price. They do it to, um, uh, to get more people to hit quota. I mean, these are all real tangible sales metrics that the sales organizations hire us to help fix. So in many cases, we don't really consider ourselves a training organization in, in that section or consulting because we're too focused on what they're trying to get done. And if the training is going to get them there, it's going to get them there. So, so all of them, if it's going to help them get there, they're going to pay for it. Right. And, and what about the long term? So you said one to two months, you make sure they master it. But what we about nothing, We have nothing long term. You have nothing long term. And why? Why, why don't you have nothing long term? Well, I mean, technically speaking, they can hire me or one of our other trainers or, I mean, consultants to, to stay with them and work with them on a monthly basis. But, you know, paying a person that kind of money for three, four, five, six, seven months is expensive. The other thing they can do is they can buy the LMS. If they go through the actual virtual live training, yeah. they can buy the LMS and they can send the people through the LMS and they can have that for a year. Right. So when you say, so when you say it's a big chunk of money they, they have to pay if they want it long term, you say, uh, are you saying that the probably the value they will get out of it is probably less than, than yes. the amount? Yeah. Yes, the value because it's expensive. So, over, I mean, we, we have we have people who pay to keep us on for a long period of time, but it gets expensive and it's diminishing value over time. Okay. Um, so, um, I'm trying to get to the point uh, where this value can be sustained. If 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 you can if you can have an you know a tool or or, or right, again, if I could have a tool, right? Yeah. If I could have a tool, I don't want you saying if. I want you to get to a place that you understand my problem enough so that you can tell me. You can say, you know what it seems to me, based on what you just told me, boom, 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 you can use or you need or you need to do, right? Don't ask me to self-diagnose. So I'm going to help you out here, my man. Look, I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to figure out if, if, there, if I have a problem in delivering or ensuring that my customers and buyers have access to additional reinforcement training, not the training itself, but reinforcement training, in a manner that provides value at a lower price point or that's not so as expensive as trying to pay for me or someone else to sit there and hold their hand for three, four, five, six, seven, eight months, right? That's yeah. number one. Number two, what you haven't recognized you didn't dig into is revenue streams. Do I charge for this thing that you, um, am I gonna charge for this thing that you're offering? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So do, do I, would I charge on a recurring revenue basis? Yeah, you can. 
Okay, so why didn't you ask me if I have any type of recurring revenue stream? Um, do you have any type of recurring revenue stream? Right, so, so you didn't even dig into how I'm driving my revenue and how I can augment my revenue at the same time as augmenting the value of my services. You didn't go anywhere near that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, so you, you got us, everybody pay attention. You've got to be thinking about the whole business. Right. And you didn't really dig in when I told you it's complicated. You didn't dig in into any way, shape or form about the types of things that are complicated, about where people struggle or slip up in the training, what things they have the most difficult with training, why they um, have a hard time adopting that. You didn't touch any of that. Right. So if you're sitting here trying to convince me that somehow I have a problem, you started out. Oh, you want to say something? OK, go. No, no, no. Oh, so I was just nodding because I paying attention. Okay, because when I okay, so you didn't even think about trying to dig into where are people getting stuck, why are they getting stuck, and how you can augment that and help them get unstuck without me having to do it. You didn't say anything like, "Hey, if you sell, watch this." If you, everybody pay the fuck attention, because this is sales gap selling, and I don't know why people can't get it, and it's the simplest thing in the world to me, but it's okay. You didn't say something. Wait a minute, Keenan. So when you close a business, uh, close a deal. And you train people. How many people do you train on average? And I'd say anywhere from 50 to 100, 150. We've trained as much as 400 people. Then you say, so wait a minute. So when those 400 people go through the training and then they keep you on for a month or two, how do you provide one-on-one -on -one support for 400 people? I can't. Yeah. I can't, I can't go to one across 100 people. So what we do is we break it into groups of 25, 30, 40, and 50. And I, and I address them in those groups online or virtually or in a session. But no one gets one-on-one -on -one time. Right. That's a problem. Yeah. See what I'm saying? But I'm doing you a job, Constantine. Like, this is your fucking job. You, if you sell a training thing and you're not asking questions about the size of the training group, if you're not asking questions about the personalization, if you're not asking questions about which type of the training is the most difficult to absorb, what is the most difficult to apply, where do people get stuck, how do you help them get unstuck, what learning management tools are you using, what educational tools are you using, if you're not asking any of those questions, you're not selling shit. <laughs> Because isn't that the stuff you're supposed to be trying to solve? Yeah, exactly. But yet, but yet, you haven't asked me any of those types of fucking questions. So basically now, I am intrigued. You're probably going to get a second meeting only because I had to do the fucking work. <laughs> I had to figure all that shit out myself. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Okay. I mean, when I get these bigger deals, I can't get to them all. And then when I'm, when I'm off, I have no idea what's going on internally. So a question do I get to see what progress people make using this thing? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can yeah. check that online. Yeah. You didn't even say to me another one. Hey, when people are done and they've taken the test, do you have any visibility onto how well they use it or what they're doing? Nope. Is that, I mean, is that a problem? Yeah. That, come on, man. Come on, man. Like, these yeah. are, oh my, this is all what selling is about. Are you guys listening here, everybody? Oh my goodness gracious. Okay. So you, you're one of the most unique ones because you pretty much did a shitty job selling this thing to me, gap selling this thing to me. But you're going to get a second meeting because I am intrigued about what this thing can do and how it could help us <clears throat> uh, provide more revenue to the organization in a different way, number one. Number two, in that same vein, by providing more revenue, it's, um, it's going to do it in a way it's going to provide more value to our buyers and allow our buyers 
or our, our, those who go through the training to have another option to um, reinforce the training without me being there um, <clears throat> and without having to pay to keep me or another consultant on for months and months at our, at our monthly rate. I also like the idea that seems interesting that I can start to see where people get stuck or what particular things they struggle with after the training so that I can give that to the to their to their bosses and and to their their sales lead and sales directors so they can go and say, oh, I see where he's getting stuck. I see what he's struggling with or what she's struggling with. So I like that visibility piece. So for all those reasons that I had to figure out on my own, I'm inclined to have a, a second meeting with you and Brady to figure out if this is something we can actually use. Well, great. Thank you for doing my job, Keenan. I wouldn't expect it to be so generous at that time. <laughs> well, I mean, you had your 15 minutes, like I promised. So, and, you know, so now let me ask a question. All this stuff, I did, did it make sense to you, all that stuff I threw out at you? Absolutely. Absolutely. It made 200% of sense. 200% of sense. Yeah. So, give me an example. Tell me why it makes sense and tell me what the, the aha moment was here for you. Well, the aha moment was here uh, because, uh, you know, to, 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 to keep in mind the whole picture of, of the business, actually. So I think I was trying to go a little, uh, not, not too little, like too much of a, in a, in a, into personal details, like in, 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 in what does it you make you feel and if you would and, and, and that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, I kind of, kind of ignored, you know, the whole business picture. And this is the, the, the good refreshing comment and, and, and upgrade from, from this training that actually I should be more asking the questions about your business, not about. Hey, did, you read, did you read Gap Selling? Yep, I did. Thank God. Did you listen to the book? I didn't listen. I, I read it like the paperback for. Yeah, you. So I highly suggest you go through the training. But outside of this, I want everybody to listen up, okay? Because Constantine did a lot of this. He kept asking if this question, you know, if if this could happen, do you think it would be good for you, or do you think you would like this, or do you think you would like that? That's not diagnosis. And I've said this once, I'll say it a thousand times, I say it in the book, I say it in the training, your job is to diagnose. So when it comes to diagnosis, you have to stop thinking about the damn product. Pretend that shit does not exist. You have to instead be thinking about their world. So you simply have to stay in their world. Keenan, tell me a little bit about how you ensure your buyers get more. Keenan, you just told me that you stay on for a month. What happens when you have large groups? You need to be thinking like this. Not every person you sell to is going to have the wherewithal to think of that shit for themselves. When I tell you guys, I say there's a difference between a sales influencer and an order taker. Basically, what you all just witnessed is how a salesperson wins an order taking. If this was a real, well, it is a real sales call, but if I had, had this um recorded and you guys weren't watching this and he called me up and somehow we got my time and I got intrigued and we have the second meeting and I buy. I love the man because he's here, but he didn't sell me. He took my order. I sold myself, right? And so when, you, when you're not selling buyers, you are selling less because all those buyers who couldn't have seen what I had, who didn't have the vision to go there, who weren't thinking in their head for you will never get there and they're out. And so you lost the sale that that guy could have had. You could have actually changed someone's life forever, improved their business, but because you couldn't get them to see it, they were out. And because they couldn't see it on their own. This, everybody, is an example of what 95% of you get when you win a sale. If Constantine wins the sale, and I love the guy not to be mean, baby, but he didn't get it because he influenced me. He got it because he, he took an order. I had to figure it all out myself. And we don't want that. This guy's taking a pound. He's being a champ about it.
being a champ, Constantine. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> so, so you got to think about it, guys. This is about diagnosis. You need to start thinking about the entire business, as Constantine said. You need to think about the whole thing. How is the training created? How many people does he train? Um, where do the people get stuck? Um, what, how do the, 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 the managers and leaders, once Keenan leaves, how do they see an invisibility into how the team is doing? What process are they putting in place? Um, all of that stuff. All of that stuff. That's how you diagnose. Then you can start talking about the future state. Then you can start crafting these messages together that says, well, wait a minute, Keenan. If then you can start doing the ifs. So basically what you're saying is because people don't have that visibility, is it fair to say that they don't know who's doing well and who's doing poorly? No, nope. good point. Nope. You have no way of attaching that to the desired outcome. That's a good point. So this is what I said to you before. So now you can say, so if we could do that, if you could get them that visibility, then it's probably fair to say that they'd have more success. Yeah, that's a good point. You're probably right. You have to start telling me. You don't have to ask yeah. me. Yeah. Telling me because I just told you all the information. Well, I can't, you know, I can't uh, say thank you too many times, but I would say thank you, Kenan, for doing my job again. <laughs> all right, I got you. And, I, and look, I thank you for taking this hit like a pro. It's been 30 minutes almost on the dot, 2915. Um, but you took it like a pro. So send me an email, copy Danielle. She's the one who set all this up and tell yep. her to get you on my calendar with Brady and we will talk. Okay. That's the only promise I can get you, you got yourself a second meeting. Well, thank you, Kenan. Thanks very much. Hey baby, I got you. I got you. It was my pleasure. All right, hold on. So folks, <clears throat> for those of you, were you guys paying attention? For real, were you guys paying attention? I'm looking at this now. <clears throat> Let me see these things. Yeah, I gap sold myself, right, Jason Johnson? Um, <clears throat> we got here. All right, I don't see any more. Anybody got any questions? All right, folks, listen up. If you have a product or service that you think a sales guy needs, DM me and I'll get you on a gap selling. And if you can find the problem, we'll buy it. We'll buy it. If not, you got to go through what poor Constantine went through. All right, folks. Also, if you don't, if you think you sell this way, like all these other people, and you need to improve, go to GapSellingOnlineTraining.com and go get the online training. I'm not fucking around. Because I watch all you guys. We get this was a small one today. No, we got over 100 people coming here, giving all their opinions, giving all their opinions. But the truth of the matter is, you guys aren't doing it either. I know you're not. I know you're not. All right. So, you know what I'm going to say? Thank you. I love you. Until next time. Peace. I'm out. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Get it.